BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Here at How to Money, we're always encouraging listeners to think about some of the different ways they can earn some money on the side to reach their financial goals. And guess what? While you're away, your home could also earn extra income. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling, because that's all you need to become an Airbnb host. Yeah, hosting is a lot easier than you might think, and you don't need to Airbnb a whole house. You can just host your extra spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides in seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're talking about why we love biking. I love it. So, Matt, we're best friends. We're doing a podcast. Let's tell everybody what we're up to. Yeah. So, we want to be able to live a, a rich life on less money. So, it's not all about being frugal and ways to save money. That's what we're going to talk about. But it's just about ways that we think you can live a richer, more robust life. Yeah. We're not coupon clippers, but we're all about saving money and living a better life. And we don't think it takes money to live yeah. the life necessarily. Just living the life we want to live too. Yeah. Not just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We want to live a life where if we won the lottery, it wouldn't change our lives all that much, right? I don't know about you. Yeah. That's like, that's the way I think but, of it. Like yeah. if I won $10 million tomorrow. It, changed, it would change a little bit, but. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. But like my, I wouldn't overhaul my life. It wouldn't be all that different. Like yeah. money is not what makes yeah, a difference That's for totally me. true. Travel more. That's for sure. Yes, no doubt. Anyway, uh, stop. We yeah. got we to gotta drink. In that vein, <laughs> we like to drink good beers. Yeah. So, I mean, craft beer may not be your thing, but we really like it. And so we thought, you know what? It might not be a bad idea to have a beer while we're, we're talking about life, life stuff. All right, Matt. So what's the beer that we're drinking today? Every episode, we're going to drink a different beer and it's going to be friggin' super tasty. And we'll drink it while we're talking about the subject at hand, which today, like we said, is biking. We're going to talk about biking and how... Biking changes your life, saves you money. It's pretty much all around awesome. But tell them about the beer we're drinking, Matt. Yeah, thanks for bringing these over. Uh, yeah, we're drinking a beer by Founders. It's called Backwoods Bastard. 
It is Dirty Bastard aged in oak bourbon barrels. I remember the first time I had this a few years ago. It was more than a few years ago. It's probably been like five years or something like that now, but just tasting that woody oakness. It's such a good winter beer. It's like welcoming the win- like the colder months. Oh, gosh. Like yeah. it is now. Mm. It's perfect. Yeah. And I'm really excited. Uh, at the end of the podcast, we'll kind of give you guys our tasting notes, like what we think about Backwoods Bastard and this particular year of it. But this truly, I got to tell you, is one of my all-time favorite beers. And especially, it's not too hard to get. And it's a little expensive. I think it was 14 bucks for a four-pack. But Oh, really? For four. Super freaking tasty. And it ages well. So we're drinking one now. Lay one of these down for next year, too. Cheers, man. Cheers. Thanks for bringing this over. All right. So on to the subject, tanned biking. And Matt, I'll confess that my life has changed. I feel like you actually got me into biking. And it's something I've kind of forgotten uh, for a while. And I'm so glad that I'm back into it. Wait, so you used to bike, but now, but you said you forgot about it? Yeah, man. I think like it just seemed normal to get into my car to go everywhere. And for a while, I didn't have a good bike. And then one of my wife's best friends, her dad uh, gave me his old bike, his old road bike. And I started like doing that a little bit, but it needed some work done to it. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Do I know how to work on bikes? Um, That's when we started biking to the Braze games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. And so, you're like, oh, I got a bike somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get a little work done to it, but it was, um, but then I started riding. And I'm like, oh, this is really fun. But I was like too nervous to take the plunge to like do it more. I don't know why. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I, I, I hear you, man. I took I feel, a kick in the pants, you know? I think a lot of people feel that way, right? There's just a lot of different kind of bikes out there. It's like, oh, am I, am I doing it right? Or am I getting the right one? Or how do I, where do I park it? Or do I lock it up or something? There's just a lot of sort of things that folks aren't used to doing. Like when you're a kid, you just get on your bike, you ride around, have a good time, ride over to your friend's house. There's none of that other stuff associated with it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But when you live in the city like we do, you got to take other things into account. And uh, I don't know, it can be intimidating for folks, but it doesn't need to be. Well, we can talk more about that later on, but it's still fun. All right. So speaking of fun, what's your favorite bike memory? Kate and I, my wife, Kate, we went with some friends to visit some other friends that were living in D.C. And they've got this bike share program. And it's the first time we'd ever done that. It's called Capital Bike Share. I don't know. You join... And then you get to ride it around for like the week, the weekend sort of thing. But anyway, when you're in D.C., it's an awesome way to get around to all the different museums and sites. And I'd never been to D.C., so uh, we had an awesome time. <laughs> and if you parked it back into another station within like 15 minutes, it was free. Oh, yeah. So you pay for the membership. And then if you get it from zero to 15 minutes, it's free. Beyond that, it's super cheap. But so you're like hauling ass so that you can get, <laughs> you can, yes. so you can get your bike for free. Yeah. So there's six of us and we're like, all right, is everybody ready to go? And go. And yeah. we, you know, hit the ju- button, jump on, our, the bike. Yeah, Hop yeah. on. jump on our bikes and pedal stopping for happy hour and going out to eat and going to see stuff and stopping at food trucks during the day. And it was during the spring too. So we're like riding around the, what is it? The lake and by the Jefferson Memorial. Yeah. Yeah. The blossoms. All that was happening. The cherry blossoms. Yeah. All that jazz. It was beautiful. Yeah. So I think because that I'm like, dude, bike share is the bomb. <laughs> yeah. But. We recently got a, a lot of bike share stuff going on in Atlanta where we live too. And it's kind of cool to see those around town. And yeah. They're ex- yeah, expanding like crazy. You see them like, locked to random trees because yeah. someone's inside like getting although, coffee although i will say when you see someone on one of those bike share bikes usually they're like a 
piss poor biker. And so you're a little <laughs> bit like, okay, avoid those people like the plague because they don't know how to bike. Yeah, I so. remember people talk, saying that with the uh, city bikes in DC or uh, New York. Remember when those first came out? Like people, there was a lot of jokes going around about the bikers oh, right really? around like Times Square. Yeah, <laughs> it's a thing. So my favorite biking memory was when Emily and I were in Amsterdam. And as you know, that, that and Copenhagen, right, are probably yeah. the top two biking towns oh, easily, yeah. in the Copenhagen's world. Copenhagen's up there. Yeah. And biking around there was so cool because bikes are way more important than cars there. And at every intersection, cars are the ones that are like sweating in fear, like the fur- furrowed brow that are like, ah, I don't know, can I go yet? Because all these bikes are here. And it's the total opposite everywhere else in this world. But well, yeah, especially the US. Yeah. But biking in Amsterdam and then also like to come out of the train station and see literally like a sea of bikes like hundreds thousands, of bikes. thousands of bikes I mean it was insane to, to cross over the ferry on bikes that's uh, cool yeah, I don't I know just to see the whole town that way was was a blast and also just think about childhood and it made me think about oh yeah stranger things the show stranger things oh yeah and I was trying to think, I really like the show, but I was trying to think why I like the show so much. And I think my favorite season one, episode one, they start off. I mean, they're on their bikes, right? They're it's on like, their bikes, yeah, man. It's like ET. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a, it's a great show. It's got a lot of good things going for it. The acting's great. The storytelling's great. But I think more than anything, I resonate with like the kids on their bikes doing their thing. It brings me back to childhood in that way and getting places, doing yeah. what they want to do. Yep. Oh yeah. So those are my favorite bike memories. And yeah it's different to being at home and biking, right? It's not like we're on vacation because so both of the things we just mentioned were us traveling. Um, but in daily life, it's still fun, right? Yeah. Like I think about a bunch of us got together and rode up to see Atlanta United play. Yeah. It's about a, what? Four and a half mile trek each way. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like 20, 25 minutes or something like that uh, from where we live. But then they've got the bike valet there. And so you get to ride up, like you get to literally pull straight up to the stadium, like a, like a stud <laughs> right across from the $35 parking. Yes. Oh my gosh. That, how good does that make you feel when you see like the escalades or whatever, like pull, pulling down into the garage and it makes you feel so good. I think it's 25. It's not like, 30. no, it's 35. I swear to you. It's 35. That's insane. It's, uh, I mean, it's outrageous right across from the free bike. Valet. But then, yeah, then you go to the Atlanta bike coalition bike valet when it's free and the dudes are awesome. And you know, the folks that are running that are great. It's just fun. Yeah. Right. And then you're just kind of hanging out there at the bike valet. Uh, before before going into the game, so doing a little bit of tailgating. I think I think uh, that's that's definitely one of my favorite memories, like the memories that we've made biking the games together, and and then the other thing that we love to do. So Matt and I both have cargo bikes, uh, which have like this hard tail on the back, and we can slap our kids on there. So Matt's got three girls, I've got two girls, and nothing that, but girls, man, nothing but girls, <laughs> lots of chicks in our lives. One of the most fun things I think is is putting them on the bike and going for rides. And we just had such a blast. Both of us, you know, taking rides together with the girls or separately. Like when, like my girls are just on a Saturday. Yeah. They want to hop on the bike and they want to go to the playground. And that's for me, that's the most fun because I don't have to walk to the playground a half mile or hop in my stupid car to go there. We get to like whir through the streets, like with the wind blowing through our hair. Yeah. And what's great about that, too, is just that they want to do something that we want to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like we've got kids that are one through four. <laughs> and there's not many things that we do that we enjoy doing that they also like doing. And so to have something like that where... They from, like to drink beer with us. On occasion. Yeah, just yeah. only on the weekend. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 
Yeah, something about that where you're just like connecting with them. I think that's that's a big. Obviously, we love to do anything that they love to do. Like if it you know makes them happy, but something that also aligns with our values. Yeah. It's like uh, so there's something there's something beautiful about that where. Yeah, just makes me happy. <laughs> I know bringing them into your world. Yes, yeah, it's really fun for me to go down into theirs and yeah. you know, draw pictures, whatever. But for to bring them up into ours and for them to get to be a part of something that we enjoy so much and start teaching them like early on too, yeah. like the the things that we enjoy and start you know explaining to them why we like biking so much, which is why you know while we're talking today too, right? Yeah. So uh, we think biking makes a huge difference in your life. It it contributes to a richness of life and that's why we love it but also something we care a lot about matt saving money yeah and we think bikes really hit the nail on the head when it comes to saving money too joel i think there are a lot of folks who start small businesses and they're surprised at the amount of behind the scenes the admin type work that they're not all that thrilled about getting your books together with uh with some final figures so that you can file your corporate taxes for instance that's something we've been in the middle of but it can really gum up the gears potentially keeping you from doing the work you love if this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,000, 25, and 1. That's right. Yeah, 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. There's a lot of power in the simplification of having all that information in one place. Helps you make better decisions. That's right. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash howtomoney. That's netsuite.com slash howtomoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash howtomoney. So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so we're doing it up right. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned. And sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty when it can be earning extra income on your behalf? It's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A big part of being a responsible adult is taking care of the things you care about. For instance, my bike that I ride in to work on. I keep the tires pumped. I keep the chain greased. Gone are the days of leaving your bike out in the rain for weeks at a time, like a kid. (laughs) Simply put, the things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. And making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash howtomoney 
for 10% off plus free document shipping. As the primary breadwinner for our family, I've taken the steps to ensure that Kate and the kids that they're going to be taken care of if something terrible happens to me. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Their simple step-by-step process guides you from start to finish with ease. So get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate plan with Trust and Will. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash howtomoney. And now a word from the show's sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal. Rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it goes without saying, right? A bike is cheaper than <laughs> than a car. Well, yes. yeah, there's some bikes out there that are expensive, but in general, bikes are affordable. I think if folks are concerned about how much a bike costs, like they can hop on Craigslist or ask around and, you know, there's going to be somebody selling a bike, but there's websites and stuff out there too that are, that are selling bikes for, for pretty cheap without huge markups and yeah. and things like that. Like I said, I got my first adult bike for oh, free yeah. for free from your yeah ex's dad <laughs> no from my from my wife's best friend's dad oh, oh yeah, I yeah, yeah i thought you said no no cool. so we're still connected we're still friends cool uh but yeah it was well, i mean making sure he doesn't want his bike back <laughs> i mean super kind he's a big biker and he nice. he bought another one and, and that's, a, that's a nice bike that trek yeah yeah it's really nice and so i mean you might not get a free one but there's all sorts of ways to get uh, a free or cheap decent bike you don't have to spend all that much they're not that expensive and um, on top of that is how freaking cheap they are to repair and to and to ride every mile as opposed to a car yeah repair costs there's no comparison going to like your local bike shop and we were there today yeah (laughs) uh loose nuts over there in grant park those guys are awesome um but yeah i mean there's no comparison in like taking your bike in to get completely overhauled as opposed to even like an oil change, you right? Know? Yeah. Like on a, on a traditional vehicle, bikes are so much more affordable uh, when it comes to maintenance. And plus you can look up on YouTube, some how to videos and I mean, you can save, save 60 bucks right there. Instead of having to go in, you can just like have a screwdriver and know what to turn. And true. It's not like the most complicated thing. It's just most folks have never done it. Sure. So. Yeah. And the most money you can save is if you can possibly commute Oh, yeah. To work on your bike. Which you do. Yeah. So I'm doing that for the most part now. Um, And that's been, man, it's been so enjoyable. And it's been a money saver too. You know, we're at the point where I'm considering getting down to being a one car family because, you know, my wife has a car and I have a car and we're so close, man. I'm close. I'm like, (laughs) can we hit that point? Can we hit that point? But we've already been able to kind of cut down on our insurance costs because if you if you drive the cars under like usually 7,500 miles a year is kind of this point for insurance companies. Do you have the, the tracker that does the mileage or? Yeah, we've got trackers okay. to track. Um, nice. So you don't even have to do that. You can usually just tell them and every year they'll uh, 
they'll do they'll like ask you well how many miles are on the vehicle now and if you're under 7500 miles a year they'll give you a discount for that yeah but you can do the trackers too and with a lot of these major insurance companies and you can save even more by putting a tracker on your vehicle and letting them kind of see how much you drive and how you drive you can save like 25 30 percent on your insurance costs if you're driving it less and riding your bike more instead right yeah totally i don't know how many times i've said this to folks i romanticize like the nine to five because being self-employed like i am owning my own business like it's just always on your mind right so sometimes I think like, oh man, like a nine to five where you just go in, work, come home, you know, you check out yeah. without thinking about it. That's appealing. But I also romanticize the commute <laughs> because I think that like, oh man, it would be so nice. I could just hop on my bike if I work somewhere that I could get to like on the Beltline or, you know, just riding through nice neighborhoods. How nice and how cool would that be to be able to get some fresh air and yeah. hop on your bike and... But then I'm like, well, I can just sit at home and work in my office, which is nice too. <laughs> Hop on your slippers, yeah. <laughs> scuffle right in. Not change out of my sweaties. What do you? What would you say to folks that live a good distance from where they work? So, for instance, like my bike commutes about seven and a half miles each way, so 15 miles round trip, and that's uh, pretty far, man. It's far, but uh, we've got some good routes. I, mean, I say that because I, I think that's pretty. I, I feel like a, a lot of folks probably are within that. I yeah. don't know. Look it up, folks. And there's certainly like a good, like a good percentage you of people do it. That, that drive for their work or, uh, you know, uh, like sales folks where they're running around. Totally. Yeah. They, they, That's like, not going to work for this them. This wouldn't work for them. But so I would say this, uh, there's certain way, like there's a couple things you could do. One thing you can move closer to where you work. If you don't have a job like that, like a salesperson where you're all over the place. That's again, obviously not something you can do easily or lightly if you have a mortgage, but I, we think personally lifestyle wise living close to where you work is a good thing oh yeah we would say that man we could talk a whole another podcast about living close to yeah yeah. living local living close to the things that you want to do right we're all about that goes without saying but absolutely commuting taking mileage into account is definitely something to consider when it if you're going to consider biking to work and one of the other main things that you we could tell people is that half of car trips yeah are under three miles. Yeah, I've, seen, I've heard that. So, like, when you run to the grocery store, it's what? Like, a mile and a half to get to the grocery store? Oh, dude, here? it is. Not even? It's not, I don't even know if it's that far. We, Yeah, I ride to the grocery store. Folks will poo-poo it, but we love Aldi. <laughs> it's so... You can't poo-poo that, man. Man, it's, it's so... I don't even I don't even know why I said poo poo. That's like that's not something I say. But that's weird. That's weird. People weird think that like Aldi is weird or lame or something like that. But dude, it is so stinking affordable. But so most people would hop in their car. Oh yeah, we did too. I mean, a mile. It, yeah. And here's the thing: it's not like we don't take those shorter trips. Like sometimes we do. You know, sometimes. like if it's pouring, like if it's raining or something like that too. But a lot of times, like it's pretty awesome to be able to hop on, like hop on the bike and you know, throw on a backpack or I've got, I've got a paneer now on the side of my bike and to be able to ride up to the grocery store and just grab that and throw groceries in there. And the girls like it actually, you know what the girls like is going to the bank. Uh, <laughs> they get the suckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dum dums because I, st- yeah, I've got a business account. And so I'm just going to go on a tangent. Like banks need to get on it. Like there aren't very many business checking accounts out there that allow you to there's limits on yeah. stuff. And so because of that, we have to go into the physical branch, which is, it's fine. It's right next to Aldi. So I love it. It's, you know, it's a nice one too. That's old school though. It, it is old school. I have to wait in line. It's kind of lame. Anyway, girls love it though. Cause they're suckers, man. I go to, go to the grocery store, go to the bank, 
you know, all the time you know, running errands. When you're thinking about how a bike fits into your life, think about those quick trips that you take the one, two, maybe three mile trip somewhere. Usually you hop in your car, yeah, that car, turn the ignition and waste a lot of gas. <laughs> and, uh, it, it just, I think the change, small change to your lifestyle, start out, like make your one mile trips, make your trip to the bank, make your trip to the grocery store, try to do it on a bike, you know, and use, bring your reusable bags or whatever. And I'm not a hippie. I don't care all that much about them, but like bring your reusable bags and put them on the handlebars and, uh, and get your, get your groceries that way. Just start small Mm -hmm. with the bike in your life and kind of see, you know, how it changes your lifestyle. And if you find it enjoyable, you say starting small, but like at the same time, it's still just as hard to hop on your bike and do a one mile trip for folks as it is to hop on your bike and maybe do like a five mile trip or something like yeah. that if you're commuting to work. And th- I mean, it's honestly something I like about biking is that the mental toughness, you're challenging yourself mentally to have to get on the bike as opposed to getting in the car. Like it's not easy, right? Cause it's really easy to get in the car. Like, sure. <laughs> I hit the button as I'm walking up to it. So I don't even have to like unlock the dang door and then I get in and get to drive off where I want to go. It's already like, preset to your like favorite, <laughs> favorite tunes coming out. And Dude, yeah, with Bluetooth, it just starts playing, playing my jams. The so. seats are like really comfy. <laughs> Obviously, a one-mile trip is going to be easier than a, a four or five-mile trip. But like, yeah, start there. But just know that, you know, it's just as hard to kind of go on a one-mile trip mentally as it is, uh, say, maybe a five-mile five ride. I think yeah, the biggest thing for me was the first ride or two. And just, just doing it, just doing it, yeah. man. Cause like I talked about it for so long. Uh, I don't know if you remember. I was like, I'm going to, yeah, do it, dude, man. I was trying to get you to, I'm going to bike to work. I'm going to do yeah. it. And then I didn't do it. Let's see it. And I didn't do it. And finally I did it. And it's not that big of a deal. Is it? It's not that big no. of a deal. So practically speaking, like we, we kind of already talked about commuting a little bit, but did you uh, do like a dry run? Did you go during the day or something like that? I feel like I, I was like, just go during like on a Saturday You'll know exactly where to go when it comes Monday morning. That way, I think what we did was we took. I the remember girls talking about that to the park in Midtown, and uh, yeah. yeah, and so it was like, which is like real close to to my work, and uh, and I think we did that, and that was I was like, oh, this is no problem, eighty five percent of the way. Yeah, I I mean I can do it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean like if I can go eighty five percent of the way here on a Saturday, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, but that's I mean that's a, that's a great way just for folks to try it out though, right? Like yeah. figure out your route. Like if, you know, specifically if you're looking to, to do this on a, to commute to work, do it when there's not, when you don't have to be in it at exact, at an, an exact time. Yeah. Go sometime when you've got plenty of time to, to try it out. Do it on a Friday when some of your coworkers are working, working from home or something like that. And yeah. Like, Friday you know, or a Saturday, just yeah. like take it easy, go for a ride. And I th- yeah, like Joel, you'll probably find that. Yeah. You I mean the right? Like you found that it wasn't even that big of a deal. You're yeah. like, wait a minute. I'm like already here. <laughs> well, the interesting thing for me, honestly, the biggest change was I wanted to like beat my head against the windshield in traffic. And now oh, when you went back to driving. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Every time after when I would, when I would drive, um, after starting to bike on a regular basis, it was, I mean, it was mind numbing. Um, and I, I just got tired of the traffic really quickly. I, I, it just frustrated me more than it ever had before. Even you're used to just cruising along and yeah, living the good life. Yeah. And the interesting thing, I think people will think a couple of things. People will think that it's dangerous in traffic, which, uh, depending on your route and, and where you're going on your bike, it can be a little nerve wracking. Yeah. You got to watch out. You got to be careful. You got to watch out have all the, your safety bases covered. Wear a helmet. Always wear a helmet. People like that's yeah. I wear mean, a helmet. <laughs> I'd say even if you're going on like a one mile bike ride yeah. in a neighborhood, 
wear your helmet. You yeah, can, there's, like, there's dummies out there, so you can hit a big rock or something on the street and you know not be paying attention and flip over, hurt yourself, wear yeah. a helmet. But I think people, yeah, will will think it's unsafe, and they'll also they, one of the other big reasons that they won't bike is overusing their car is they think their car gets them there a lot faster. Even if they're stuck in traffic, they think their car gets there them there faster. And some of the statistics bear out that really, especially in urban areas where uh, where traffic's the street, really are bad, clogged, you're getting there in the same amount of time. And I think they say that the average speed of a car in like downtown traffic is like 18 miles an hour. And the average speed of a bike's like 13 miles an hour or something like that. So really it's like, it's a small, it's a small difference in the amount of time. And I've found truly after logging it, that my bike commutes have been faster than my car commutes. Nice. How long does it take you to get to work? So it's, yeah. It's uh, about 25 minutes, yeah. 25 minutes. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And so in my oh, car, my car commute, sometimes on the way in, uh, it's, it's always less on the way in would be close to that. Maybe about 22 to 25 minutes, but on the way home, it'd be anywhere from 30 minutes to 40 minutes. Yeah. That afternoon traffic. And just to know that when I leave that I'll be home in 25 minutes, no matter what is so nice. I don't have to like, okay, what's, what are things going to be like? You don't have to deal with interstate in this stoplight. Well, you still have stoplights when you're riding home, but yeah. But in like this godforsaken mess of a city, what are things going to look like traffic wise? So I'm, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Now. So I'm going to assume that folks were thinking, yeah, I can't do that. Cause I'm not in shape. You're going to share with folks like you don't have a normal bike, right? No, I don't. So yeah, <laughs> let's talk about that. So the reason my, my bike commute is so short too, and I have two bikes, so I've ridden my road bike. Yeah. Well so, so the free bike that you got from your ex's dad or something, yeah. right? <laughs> my wife's best friend's dad, <laughs> that one takes about 38 minutes to get in, but I have an electric bike too. So the, the electric bike is what I ride in on most days. And that's for a couple of reasons. The main reason is to avoid being sweaty and nasty when I get into work. Mm -hmm. And uh, the second reason is to cut my commute time down. So it's literally saving me. I think of it as saving me time and, but I still get a workout in. Yeah. But it's it's not like you're riding 45 miles per hour, like, like a car. You're just cruising up hills when normally you'd probably be kind of sweating it out a little bit. Right. Totally. Or going super slow. Cause like some of these hills, we live in Atlanta. Some of the hills here are ridiculous. Right. And to go up some of those hills takes quite a while at you're going a super slow pace. So it's really nice to have an electric bike going up those hills. Yeah. But you still, I mean, you're still pedaling. Totally. Right? So yeah, here's a common misconception about electric bikes is that they're all, they're doing the whole work for you. It's like a scooter or something like that. that you just turn the throttle and go, which some electric bikes come with a throttle. Like the turbo, the boost. Yeah. So like <laughs> the only time I'll ever use the throttle is usually if I'm at like a stoplight and I've got the girls on the back or something like that. And I'm like, I quick I'm, start just, yeah, it like kind of helps me get go. going. Yeah. But for the most part, it's, it runs on pedal assist. And so like the motor is sensing yeah. your, mm-hmm. uh, your revolutions of your foot and it's kind of keeping track with that. And so it, it kind of gives you a boost. Yeah. It powers when you work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we're doing this. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And so the great thing is like, literally I can, I, I can feel like on that 25 minute ride, like I got an average amount of workout or I can feel like I beasted it and went really hard. And usually on the way in, I kind of go for average and on the way home. I go for beast mode because you want to get home. Well, I want to get home and I can be sweaty when I get home. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, uh, but I think a lot of people think electric bike. Oh, what a loser. You don't do anything. 
Jill breaking a sweat. I'd like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> but you still get you still get a workout. You do. So we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate, Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning 40 this year, so we're doing it up right. And a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned. And sometimes those vacations can get expensive. So what better way to offset some of those costs than to have your home earning some money while you're away? Yeah, that's right. Why let it sit empty when it can be earning extra income on your behalf? It's a smart and practical thing to do. So think it through. Maybe you have some extra space in your home. Maybe you have a whole house to host. Or maybe you're going on vacation and your home is just going to be sitting empty. In every case, you can Airbnb it. You already have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. I got my first life insurance policy almost a decade ago. And hey, I'm still kicking it. I very much hope that trend continues, Matt. And since then, I've actually added coverage via Policy Genius. And if you out there, you're listening and you're worried that this is going to be a massive pain getting life insurance, think again. Policy Genius made it an incredibly easy process. If you have loved ones who rely on you and your income, life insurance is a crucial part of your financial plan. Not only does it provide a financial backstop for your family, it also gives you peace of mind too. Plus, the longer you wait, the more rates go up because life insurance rates typically increase as you get older. So if this is something you've been putting off, it's time to make it happen now. That's right. Yeah. And even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs. And it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Hey folks, it's Matt. I've got to tell you about something new I've been trying this year. I've been drinking a little Health Aid kombucha every day, and I feel amazing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple and Ginger Lemon. So what exactly is Health Aid kombucha? Well, it is a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice, and it's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet and a little tangy, and very refreshing. I'm sure you've heard about the importance of gut health and supporting uh, your overall health. It's something I've read up on a good bit over the past year, which is why I've made Health Aid Kombucha a part of my everyday routine. Literally every afternoon, I'll have some. It's super easy, and it's affordable, too. My favorite grocery store, Aldi, they carry it as well. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000-plus five-star reviews. It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Kachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using Kachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, 
be sure to check out Kachava. Just go to kachava.com slash how to money. That's spelled K-A-C-H-A-V-A and get 10% off your first order. That's K-A-C-H-A-V-A dot com slash how to money. Then for me, that's that's one of the biggest reasons why I like it is that I mean, I just don't like paying for things that I don't have to pay for. So if I can ride my bike and still get a workout in, that's going to make me happy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to drive into a gym and God forbid, sit on a stationary bike. Like there's no way I'm going to do that. Right. Uh, when I can be outside, like zipping around the city. Um, so I don't have an, an, an e-bike, an electric bike, but I've just got a regular, regular bike and I've got a cargo bike as well that I can put the girls on. And uh, Joel, we put the girls on there so for school. Yeah, we take usually I take the girls into school in the morning. I take my daughter and your both of our oldest daughters. Yeah. And then you pick them up from school. Pre-K downtown. Um, Yeah. And then I pick them up, you know, at like, you know, in the middle of the day uh, when when school's over. But for me, three miles each way. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't even know, man. I don't even care. Yeah. Just gets like get to ride, you know, hop on the bike and ride. And for me, that's like when I can be fit. (laughs) I mean, you know, I sit at a computer all day at home working and like, I just have this thing where I feel like I'm dying. If I'm not like moving, literally my temperature drops and I feel like I'm dying. Yeah. And so hopping on the bike, I just feel alive. It's a, it's a blood, blood pumping again. Yeah. And for me, it's not like I work that much harder than you do on, on a bike. Like you still get a workout too, but it's just a way for me to get the blood flowing, get some fresh air. And if I were to take the car and to go get the girls and come, you know, come back and drop her off and stuff like that, it's literally a difference of 10 minutes, like 10, maybe 15 minutes. But I mean, I can get there within five minutes as if I were to take a vehicle. Yeah. But so much more satisfying and yeah. Uh, yeah. And most people it's awesome <laughs> to go get their workout. They drive 10 or 15 minutes somewhere or maybe, you know, maybe just, maybe just four or five minutes. Maybe it's really close by. Yeah. It's still, you're in a vehicle like, yeah, but you're driving somewhere to go get your workout. And seems, I know you're silly to me. You're super against that. <laughs> I, man. Yeah. I hate that. Like, why not do something? So that, like a bike just does everything. Bikes are just like this mir- mir- like miracle machine. Like it saves money. It, you, you stay in shape. Um, and it's just better for like the world. I mean, it's better for me to be in my bike than, you know, my Honda 4,000 pound vehicle, uh, driving around. Like there's things that you can do when you're on a bike as a compared to your vehicle. Right. Yeah. So one of my favorite things too, about biking, that's really, I feel like kind of honestly, I, I, I don't say life changing about like almost anything, but that's kind of changed my life. It's, uh, it's really put me in touch with my city. I feel like I know my town better. I see more people that I know, like walking or biking on the on on the paths or on the streets. I just feel like Atlanta means more to me <laughs> riding through riding well, you, through yeah. it like that. You know, like mm-hmm. I love it so much more just by this, biking on it through it every day. Yeah. It's not just like the landscape that you have to get through to get to where you're going. It's yeah. part of what you're doing. Yeah. Well, normally I feel like I'm focused on the guy in front of me who's texting and, you know, not moving when we're at a red light. Yeah. Or, or no, yeah, when it turns green and then it's not moving, that's the worst. It's or, like, or I'm just like wondering why am I going three miles an hour yeah. on the downtown connector? Like it's, and I, I'm not thinking any of that stuff on my bike. My eyes are up. I'm looking at all the great things around me, like the, the weather. I noticed the, uh, I don't know. I notice weather patterns differently. 
and you have to, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have, yeah, you have to, you have but, it's, to. but it's good. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, yeah. it makes, and it makes you tough and it makes you, it puts you in touch with the world. And for me, it puts us in touch with like our neighbors too. Like when I'm in my van, in our van, I'm not stopping and slowing down to like say, Hey to folks, if I see them, yeah, like in their yard working or something, but you know what, if I'm on the bike, get the little bell a ring, you know, and like wave to them and if they stop working, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll kind of go over there and talk to them a little bit. Like you can't, you know, you don't do that in your car, right. like in your car, you're in this protected cocoon and point A to point B, the bike just changes the mentality of travel. Like it's just all about the stuff around you. Like you said, the weather, the the city that you're driving, like that you're riding through and it's just better until you experience it. Like regularly, I feel like most folks hop on a bike and they pedal really hard and they sweat and they're like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. But once you kind of get into the routine and the rhythms of it, man, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. I tell people too, if you're going to start biking, which you should, you start keeping track with like an odometer or something like that. You probably can download one on your phone. Keep track of the miles that it takes you to get places over time. So let's say in one month, you know, you, you just started and you biked 40 miles that month, you know, cause you did a bunch of one to two mile rides to the grocery store. That's cool. Give yourself the IRS standard rate of mileage of 52 cents a mile or whatever it is now. Maybe it's a little bit more. And what is that? That's like what the, the IRS says that you, it costs per mile to drive a car, a normal car for most people. Okay. Your car, like, what it costs gas? you to operate your car, including gas, okay. wear and tear, all that stuff. Got it, That's got what it. they reimburse. So, or what's tax write offable. Mm-hmm. If you can keep track of that and kind of, put that money aside into like a side bank account, save up for something really fun or different or interesting that you're, you know, uh, traveling somewhere or a weekend getaway or some new gear for your bike. Start putting that money aside. That's a cool way to kind of think about it and start to kind of get into it and give yourself a little challenge. Like, all right, mm-hmm. this is going to be my forced method of savings. Every time I ride my bike, I make a little money for the next thing I'm, I'm gearing up for. It's like a little bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's pretty cool. Did I tell you about, um, I met with like recently, uh, some clients of mine and we're, we got to talking and somehow bikes came up obviously cause bikes are awesome. And this past summer he and some buddies rode across the country, like, like straight up <laughs> on their bikes, the whole country. Yeah. And which sounds crazy, but in reality, like East coast to West coast. Yeah. They, they started in uh, Savannah. I think you said, I mean, they're from Atlanta too, but Savannah to San Diego and he's, it, this surprised me, but it, it took him, it only took him 60 days, like two months. Isn't that crazy? How in the world is that possible? It's, yeah, it's, it's very possible. Because I asked him, I was like, what is that? Like, how, what were you guys averaging? And he said, he said they were averaging like 30 something miles a day. When like, I, wow. I hear, yeah, because I've thought about hiking the AT. I've had friends that hike the AT and it's not like, you know, that's just goes from Georgia up to Maine. I don't know how many months, but it's most like five months or something like that. And that's if you don't have any hiccups or any problems to ride your bike across the country. I think that's super, I don't know, two months in the summer. It's like, Oh, that's like summer break for, yeah. If your kids are in school, obviously I'm not going to go with like, our, we're not going to go with our kids. They had paneers and they did camped, you know, on the side of the road. That's or, awesome, man. Yeah. I was super, yeah. I've never met anybody that's done that. And I was like, I was super impressed, but that was, yeah. Blake, he was just like, yeah, we did like biked across the country. It took us, took us 60 days and, they like raise some money and stuff too, but maybe someday we'll make that happen, man. I've always said Winnebago, but maybe we'll do the bikes. Switch, yeah, 
I don't know if the girls will be will be down with that. Our wives might be like, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> it might be a boys trip only. <laughs> Two uh, boys trip? Hmm. Yeah. Right. I'm down. But I don't know, man. It sounds sounds good to me. So back to the beer, man. What do you think about this? Oh, this is a great beer. Backwoods Bastard uh, by Founders, again, is what we're drinking. Um, it's a Scotch Ale aged in uh, oak bourbon barrels. And I think on this beer, you get... Uh, a lot of oak, a lot of vanilla. Yeah, if you like dark, malty, what's the ABV on this one? 11.2, I think, something yeah, so like that, that. That's bigger. You know, yeah. not, not quite wine territory, but maybe twice as big as your standard PBR. Dark beer, if you're wanting to try something different, you know you like stouts or, or darker beers. If you know you don't like IPAs, then this is your beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's got, uh, I'll be honest, it's got a really sweet logo on the front i love the the uh, old man yeah i love the art with holding a freaking axe with a dope beard and hat <laughs> on it uh that's it's pretty like a uh, rip van winkle or something like yeah that. that's pretty so that's pretty sweet uh beer can art or beer bottle art um yeah this beer is one of my i mean it's been one of my favorites for a lot of years and didn't disappoint this year in 2017 um pick yourself up some backwards bastard and enjoy it slowly and deliberately uh, on a weekend night, preferably because yeah, man, that's high ABV. Saturday, we're, that's that's when we're recording. Yep, it's nice. I normally work on Saturday nights, or you know, Saturdays in general. We'll talk about that maybe in the future. But yeah, I'm glad you're not working. Glad we can drink this beer and talk about bikes. Yeah, man, absolutely. So I guess to wrap things up, uh, the reason biking is awesome is it's fun, creates awesome memories, yeah. and that last forever. And uh, when it comes your comes your wallet, it's it's affordable though too, right? Yeah. You know, like compared to driving around, and it's a little different in the winter. And we can maybe we'll talk about that in the future too. When once Joel goes like full on one car family, and he's riding to work in the in the middle of winter. Oh, I'll keep you updated, dude. Are you gonna do it like soon? Do you think the next? So I think I told myself I give myself six months, like six months of of steady commuting get, on it. Okay. So to get through the actual winter to kind of yeah, get a feel for you, get a feel for the seasons okay. and uh, get a feel for, you know, doing it over that long of a period of time and how sustainable is it for me? And so after six months, I'll, I'll, I think I'm going to make a call and yeah, make the call in the spring when it's nice and warm and <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it every day. It's so nice. Oh, this is so great. Yeah. yeah. I guess we'll see how brutal the winter is and, <laughs> But I know that, you know, January is going to be the worst. We'll see how that works. Yeah. But we'll get there and I'll keep you guys up to speed on that. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Our home on the web is howtomoney.com. Check it out. We'll have our show notes up there for you. Yeah. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to your podcast. Yeah. We'd really appreciate it. All right, buddy. Until next time. Best friends out. Best friends out. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. 
sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Upswell Marketing would like to remind listeners that most people don't belong to two gyms. They don't see two dentists or trust two auto repair shops. So when customers choose your small business over your competitors, they're really choosing you. Upswell Marketing's unique approach includes direct mail, search engine marketing, and social media ads. And in fact, that formula and media mix has fueled more than 10,000 small business success stories. And new customers receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. Hey, it's Matt here for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon, which is one of my favorites since it has that extra ginger kick. I'm a big fan, though the kids prefer the the mango lemonade. It's organic, it's non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. Just look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you.